welcome to the podcast for St. Andrew's Community United Methodist Church, a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith where our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the St. Andrews Podcast. I hope you're having a great week. We are so glad you've joined us here for St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church, and we just love being uh, in your ears during the week. So, so glad that we can share together as a family. Hope that you're doing well. I am in studio today with my good friend and my co-host, the man with really good socks, Pastor D.A. Bennett. (laughs) Awesome socks. I know. You know, I... uh... I might need to start investing in more socks, but I'm pretty picky about them. Well, I, I understand that, actually. <laughs> I really do, because I feel that way about my shoes. Have you ever uh, ordered socks online? You know, I have not. One, one of the ways that I got into uh, the sock thing was my first year here, Kids in Ministries doing an Advent production, yeah, and they had a part for Mr. Mayor. So oh. I was Mr. Mayor, and one of the kids that had a lead role bought me this wild pair of socks and his mom baked some cookies and that was their Christmas Aww. gift to me. And they just started making that their tradition. How fun. So they would buy I me these that. wild socks. <laughs> and I just, I told my family, y'all don't need to buy me socks for Christmas. Right. Alex and Mary are going to get me socks. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I just, you know, it's like that. ties and socks are like all a guy can accessorize with. I, I mean, know. I guess you can get a show hanky for your sports coat, right. but... <laughs> I don't wear sports coats enough to need a sports hanky or show hanky. So. Right, exactly. But socks, you know, they're, they're cool. And I always love it because I never know, you know, if people really notice them or not. Yeah. But um, if, I, if I'm sitting down and people see my socks, are like, well, those are cool socks. Those are cool <laughs> socks. Right, exactly. It's pretty. It's a pretty good compliment, I feel like. So that's pretty good. All right. And then also we've got in studio with us today, Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith. I'm going to try to say it like you say it. Say your name. Jeff Smith. <laughs> you know, I'm, I think he's cheating. I don't think he really talks like that. He right. just looks at the mic and he lowers his chin. I think he's he leans into Jeff Smith. <laughs> uh, seriously, like, okay, so we were talking earlier. This is a little preview for uh, for our listeners that you may be doing some voiceover things for the Advent season for us at St. Andrews, which I think is very exciting. I mean, it could be exciting. Uh, yeah. I could be looking for another job. We're about to find out. <laughs> No, uh, not a no, chance. No, You're not allowed to no. go anywhere, Jeff. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, it's so great to be in this series. It's hard to believe that we're getting towards the end of our Walk This Way series because it honestly feels like it just began. It, it has gone by in a blur. Right? In I feel my like book. it has too, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but if you've been with us the whole series, you know that we started this out talking about the passage of Scripture where Jesus is talking to the disciples, and in particular, Thomas, who is questioning where Jesus is going as Jesus is trying to uh, reveal to the disciples this amazing plan of God and uh, Thomas says how can we know the way to where you're going we don't we don't know where you're going and Jesus says I am the way and so we know that uh, the way that we're talking about is not a path or a prescribed set of steps that we walk it's it really is being in relationship with the person that is Jesus Christ and then our second week, we talked about how important it is to walk by faith, not by what we see. And so we have to uh, walk knowing 
who we believe in. And again, that is Jesus Christ. And so then when we look around at our circumstances, sometimes those are contradictory to uh, what we believe, but what is more solid mm-hmm. is what we believe. So right. then we do that. And then and then we talked about uh, walking in the light and how we cannot walk in darkness and light at the same time. But if we're going to walk in the way that is Jesus Christ, we must walk in the light. And then tell us about uh, what we did last week. Well, part of what we talked about is... Um, when the people of God were straying away and, and mm-hmm. God is speaking through the prophets, um, the people kind of get ridiculous. You know, what do we have to do to pay you back? You know, do we, do we need to sacrifice the best calf? Oh, wait, right. no, no, no. Do we need to sacrifice hundreds? No, 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 no. Do we need rivers of olive oil? And then right. you know, the most crazy one was, you know, do we need to sacrifice our own children, which right. they already knew was abhorrent to God. I don't even know why they brought that up. Right. It shows how ridiculous they were. Yeah. And, you know, again, I just, I hear Micah, oh, people. Yeah, oh, people. <laughs> you know, he has shown you what is right, mm-hmm. to do justice, which is to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. To love mercy and to walk humbly with God, which is walking in conformity to God's way. The prophets were always calling us Mm -hmm. to repent of our sin and walk in obedience. It's not the sacrificial stuff that God is asking for. God wants our obedience. And and we know well that when we are obedient... Mm We, we don't say, well, what can I sacrifice for God? Yeah. Unless we're giving God this stuff and it's like, God, there needs to be more. I need to give you more myself. And God's right. not necessarily asking that from us, but we offer that right. to God. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then this past Sunday, it was so much fun to to study this passage of scripture. I don't know how many times, you know, the three of us sitting here probably studied this passage of scripture. Right. I absolutely love the story of Peter getting out of the boat when Jesus comes to the disciples on the water and he asks Jesus, you know, is it you? And Jesus says, yes, it is come. And then Peter has this crazy, awesome, bold faith where he just gets out of the water or out of the boat. Yeah. And then the water is not like this beautiful, placid, lake it's this crazy roaring sea of the waves and the wind and everything is crashing that's the thing I love the most because I don't know about you but when I see pictures that people have depicted a lot of times of this it's usually like the water's really smooth the water's clear (laughs) yeah (laughs) like what scripture passage were you reading I don't know so I love the idea that Peter gets out of the boat when it is so stormy I I always picture the water because this is what we see in Oklahoma as dark gray you know white capping waves you know just everywhere and yeah. I, I've been out in boats before in windy weather yeah and it just crashes against the boat yes. and it's knocking people around and that you know these guys had been rowing in the boat for a long time Jesus yeah. has just fed the 5,000 and then he says okay y'all get in the boat and go which is again I, that's I part of what I preached part. before yeah. is, you mean Jesus you sent us into <laughs> this storm I mean <laughs> yep. the, the Lord of glory certainly knew that storm was coming yes but it says they were straining at the oar and the translation that I read said at three o'clock in the morning. Okay, you know they were in there. Yeah. They, they, they had eaten supper. They had been feeding the 5,000. You know, so let's just imagine that it was eight o'clock uh-huh. when they got in the boat and they're halfway across the lake and three o'clock in the morning. They've been out there for seven hours or however long it was yeah. going crazy <laughs> and they're, they're not getting anywhere. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure at some point, I mean, this is just my interjection. The scripture doesn't give it this, yeah. but it, that they probably started looking at each other going, 
are we crazy for just keeping going? Yeah. Or is it time for us to turn around and go back to the other shore? Right. But but I've always had the sense because of how I picture the the waves yeah. that going back was not any easier than going yeah, forward. Right. But it was clear they couldn't stay. That, there's a sermon oh, in there somewhere. Good. I in like there. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you know when when uh, Peter sees this, and this is just one of many incidences of Peter's uh, impulsive mm-hmm. nature when everybody else is scared. And, and they see Jesus coming, and they begin to say, is it a ghost? Is it a mm-hmm. ghost? And Peter's not even convinced, but he says, Lord, if it's you, yeah. then bid me to come. Yeah. So at that point, I also wonder, but did Peter know? Because what if it had not been Jesus and someone said, hey, yeah, man, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would not have no, that gone, wouldn't have gone ended well, so well for Peter. Yeah. But walking on water, can yeah. you imagine what it's like? walking on water yeah. as a kid did y'all ever try to walk on water I ask that oh, yeah. in the sermon sunday and people just kind of looked at me yeah no i'm sure okay. i did that as a kid did you jeff oh yeah i'm oh, sure yeah. i tried that yeah so how far did y'all get uh, oh. so far <laughs> <laughs> halfway that's right halfway across the sea that's, yeah good comeback yeah, yeah your faith is greater than mine for sure so you know the first step uh, you could pick your foot up fast enough it didn't sink but the right. second step you know you're going not down so much yeah you know it's interesting to me when i think about this because when we think about miracles whether it's uh jesus walking on the water or feeding the five thousand or making the blind to see whatever miracle it is I come back to the story of Jesus healing the man who had been lowered through the roof by his friends, right? right? And he, and the man couldn't walk. And Jesus first says to him, your sins are forgiven. forgiven. And then the, you know, the Pharisees are there and they're like, that's blasphemous. You can't do that. And then Jesus says, so that, you know, the son of man has the authority to forgive sins. I say this to the man, take up your mat and walk. And the connection there that he makes between the miraculous, like I can heal this man, Mm -hmm. I can also forgive sins. It's funny to me when you think about it, because we spend so much time thinking about how uh, it's easy for God to forgive sins, right? Because that's who he is. That's his nature, mercy, love, grace. That's who God is. But then we think it's so hard to perform a miracle, Like, it's so hard to walk on water. It's not so hard for God to forgive sins. But the funny thing is, neither one of them is hard for him. Right. So he can forgive sins as easily as he can walk on water. And he can forgive sins as easily as he can heal the lame man who couldn't walk. And I just think it's an interesting uh, thing in our minds. It kind of goes back to what you said about, um, about... when we walk this way, we walk by faith and not by sight. Because it's easy for us to walk by faith that God will forgive our sins. But a lot of times it's hard for us to walk by faith in the miraculous, in the physical. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sitting here going, yeah, because I need God to forgive my sin every day. Yes. I mean, mean, I'm more sinful than than y'all are. (laughs) I need it every day. (laughs) Sometimes multiple times a day, just to be honest. But I don't need God to do miracles every day, Uh at least... When I get up uh-huh. in the the morning, I'm like, oh God, you got to do a miracle today. Uh-huh. Except when on I do that's every Sunday, I pray that God, you got to do something <laughs> today. But but that that's a whole idea. It's like the I, I love the point you're making. Uh-huh. Forgiving sins and doing the miraculous is equally easy for God because right. that's who God is. Right. But for us, uh-huh. it seems like to experience and to witness and to. Uh, glorify God through the miraculous, it takes that extra yeah. measure of faith. 
And isn't it true that that is all it takes is the extra measure of faith. It doesn't take us being better than anybody else. It doesn't take us being, having the ability to do something nobody else could. It just takes faith. Right. It doesn't take a day of living without having to ask God for the grace to forgive sin or, you know, or a week or a month or however long. Yeah. Um, so just really amazing thing. And, and I just want to be clear. I didn't say this Sunday, but I feel compelled to say it now. And so maybe this mm-hmm. will mean something to uh, one of our listeners. When we talk about walking on water, this was actually the miracle of walking on water. It's not like Peter jumped in one of these big plastic domes, balls <laughs> that you see where, you know, you can, the ball's not going to sink. So it's like right. walking on water. This was not a simulated thing. This no. was the actual thing. Yeah. So here, here's a question that uh, I think of in this scripture is, is there a time that God has asked you to do something that's impossible? Is, is there ever mm. a time that you felt God was saying, uh, I want to use you to do the miraculous? So yeah, it's me. Come on, get yeah. out of the boat. Come on to and me. Do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jeff, do you have an answer you want to throw out first? Uh, you know, uh, I, th- I think there are some Sundays, you know, where I'm up there playing drums that, you know, I, I'm, I'm just not with it. And <laughs> uh, I think it's a complete disaster. And I'm, I'm, mm. I'm like, you know, that just did not go the way that we planned, the way that we practiced. And, mm. and later, you know, there's been some instances where people come up and said, that was an amazing song. And I'm like, yeah. did you listen to the same <laughs> yeah, they song? The drums. <laughs> it's the miracle of God changing their ears, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Changing what they hear. Oh, I'm totally with you on that. Um, you know, I think one of the things that comes to mind was what happened on this past Sunday with the prayer, because right. uh, just sort of a miraculous thing that God was doing that really was scary for me. I mean, I sat mm-hmm. especially... At the third service, I mean, I, if you're listening to the podcast, you get this free of charge, but I sat there just wrestling when, in my soul about whether or not I was supposed to say anything or do anything. But uh, before the second service, I felt as though God had said he wanted to heal people that day, and he gave me some specifics, which from my understanding is sometimes how God does it. Sometimes it's specific. Sometimes it's not. You just let God do whatever he wants to do. But he had specifically revealed to me that he wanted to heal people of um, any problems they were having with their lungs and problems breathing. And then anybody who was bearing a burden that was not theirs to carry, that God was going to lift that burden off of them. And so we talked about it and prayed specifically about it in the second and third services. But um, and then and, and then got feedback from from several different people, actually, that they felt the Lord either heal them from breathing difficulties or from the burden. Yeah, that was that, that was me. She was talking to. Yeah. That, you know. Yeah. And that was really cool. But but that to me is uh, that takes a just a step of faith. But the funny thing is, just like you said a minute ago, it only takes faith. Right. It doesn't take me saying any special words. It doesn't take me being different from anybody else. It's just the the faith to say, okay, God, I believe this is what you're doing, and I'm going to live by that faith. Uh, I, it was in my notes. I, I think I said it in the first service, but I don't think I said it in the other services, that I want to believe that I am somebody that when God says, this is what I want you to do, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, I may you know, think about it for a long time. I may negotiate with God. <laughs> I may calculate all the risk yes. and who's going to get mad if this yeah. happens. Uh, and, and that's, to me, what was amazing about the prayer is – you didn't have time to do all that. No, it, it, it was really the question of yeah. obedience, mm-hmm. obedience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm curious, as you were wrestling with that, what was part of the wrestling? Was it uh, 
gosh, I'm really going to look dumb or mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, the church is going to, ha- I mean, what, what was yeah. the stirring, the main, what, what was the spiritual battle yeah, in the midst of in that? Yeah, for, for sure for me, it was, uh, am I hearing you right? Am I hearing you, okay. God, or am I hearing something else? And that, I think, is is a wrestle I have a lot because, like I said on Sunday, my parents really taught us siblings, my siblings and I, at a young age that you can hear God. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can right. hear God. And so they really taught us ways to hear him. And uh, so that's always my concern is, am I, am I really am hearing, I hearing you? God? Yeah. Right. Is, that, is that what you want? And then also the the whole thing of, are people going to respond? Yeah. You know, it, it, if the spirit moves, because that's what's hard for me in this. It's like when I know the spirit is moving, it sometimes still falls flat because people don't receive it. Right. And that always breaks my heart. So there was that wrestling. And then the wrestling, and you kind of brought this up, and so did I, um, in the service that, you know, we as Methodists, we used to be really comfortable with that kind of miraculous healing and opening ourselves up to the the move of the spirit. And we're not so much anymore as a, as a people called Methodists. And so you never know if somebody's going to be sitting back there and saying, I can't believe that she did that or that she thought she could hear from God or something like that. Well, here's one of the things that amazed me about that. And and I want to say this as a way of affirming things. Mm -hmm. You and I did not discuss the prayer time or the sermon. I mean, you you didn't Uh -uh. know what was in my notes. You didn't Uh -uh. know I was going to say. And I hadn't heard the sermon at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a part of me that wanted to know, okay, was part of her fear. I didn't tell DA this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Okay. Because I was. Well. I was going to say, say because that. I don't think we... <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I, think, I think probably years ago when I first started here, that would have been a fear. But I know your heart well enough to know that you you love it when the spirit moves. Absolutely. So I would say, no, I didn't. I didn't worry about that because I knew that if it really was God, which I knew it was, right. that you would be on board with that. So I didn't worry. Right. And, yeah. And, and you, you would have, there was no need for you to worry mm-hmm. about that. I understand how that can go through your mind. Yeah. It's like, okay, who's this going to make, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> is this, this going to make uh, the ad coach here mad? Is this right. going to make the pastor mad? Is this, right. you know, are all the youth going to walk out and leave? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, we, we think of all those things. Yeah. And, and that's why it seems this whole idea of it, it takes an extra mm-hmm. measure of faith. The, the thing that was a revelation to me as I prayed and meditated through this was uh, Peter began to sink mm-hmm. when he started by what he saw instead yeah. of walking by what he believed. Right. You know, as long as he kept his focus on Jesus, he was strong. Yeah. Which 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 makes you wonder, what was the expression on Jesus' face yes. that Peter could look at him uh-huh. and go, Whoa, baby. <laughs> look at me, boys. I'm right. walking on whoa, whoa. Waves. Yeah. You know, I mean yeah. when when he started walking by his sight, that's when he that's when he fell. began to sink. Mm-hmm. And so one of the encouragements that, that we want to tell people is I believe that sometimes God will ask us to do things that to other people seems impossible. Yeah. Sometimes God will invite us to get out of the boat and walk on water, mm-hmm. whether it's praying for something specifically. Because, I mean, I, I think there's skepticism in our culture that if people have watched uh, – televangelists that have healing yeah. ministries and stuff. Uh, you know, I went to ORE, so I went to a lot of services yeah. like that. And they would say, uh, somebody here is having problem with your right ear. I'm like, there's 12,000 people in here. <laughs> Surely one of 12,000 people is having, is having trouble problem with their right, right ear. ear. Yes. I feel sorry for all the people having trouble with their left right. ear right now. I mean, you know, right. it, it was a specific kind of thing. But yeah. also, but sometimes they say, God wants to heal somebody here who 
can't hear. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty generic sounding. Right. But when it's specific like that, right. you know, if, if we're going to take that risk, the first thing we need to do is we need to make sure Jesus is telling us. Yeah. And that's what your wrestling was. Yeah. Your wrestling wasn't with what am I about to do? Your mm-hmm. wrestling was... Is this really your voice I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. You know, I know I know the enemy will come to yeah. deceive and lie. Jesus, I just need to know yeah. it's you. Yeah. But Jesus said, my sheep yeah. know my voice. Yes. I am the good shepherd. My people know my voice. Yeah. So, the, you know, don't try walking so on water true. unless God's calling you to do it. But then, the, you know, that other thing is um, if you're going to walk on water, got to get out of the boat. Get out of the boat. And um, when we are called to step out of the safety of the boat, uh, when we're called to go beyond our basic kind of faith mm-hmm. in who God is, saving faith, uh, sal, uh, sanctifying faith, those kind yeah. of, and to move to this other place, um, it can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it doesn't always work. Right. Um, right. But Jesus is always there. Yeah. Uh, one of the risks that we took this last year is as we came through the pandemic and as we continue to think about um, – what direction does our church need to have in order to fulfill our mission? Yeah. How, how is it we're going to help disciple people? How is it that we're going to, you know, really engage with people mm-hmm. so that they do know more about God's word and they do have the experience, all those things we have in our pathway, yeah. what, what can we do? And a lot of stuff that uh, we had been reading, uh, you know, you, you got to, your online community is as, important as your on-site community right. and and you know again we see evidences of that and yeah. you know if you're going to teach people in Sunday school you've also got to teach them in other ways which is why this podcast has been so yeah. helpful and so along those lines um, we just felt led by the Holy Spirit to create a staff position of um, what we call fa- director of facilities and audiovisual technology mm-hmm. Jeff Jeff's position and, yeah. and I remember going to our staff parish relations committee, which is responsible for overseeing the staff and the human resources and all mm-hmm. that, and and saying, we we feel like this is a position that we need to have, um, and this is how we think we can pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. what are your thoughts? And of course, they were completely bought in, even though they didn't completely understand everything, yeah. uh, which again is a God thing. Sometimes we just buy in and God makes the details yes, for us. Does. Uh, but creating the position that, that Jeff has is, is kind of risky. We can talk more about that, but I think there's something better to hear about. And mm-hmm. that is uh, when we were discussing this with Jeff, he was telling us some of the risk on his side yeah. of that. So do you mind sharing that with people? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've, I've been in the corporate world for 25 years and wasn't looking to to move a position, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I've got a family I was taking care of, you know, and, uh, you know, three kids and they're highly involved yeah. in extracurricular activities. And, uh, for those that don't know, my wife has a, a pacemaker and mm-hmm. is a hundred percent paced. Yeah. Uh, my youngest daughter has an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when, when I was approached about this position, you know, it was, it was scary because now yeah. we're walking away from insurance you know Mm -hmm. it's it's you know um walking away from insurance a a 401k plan uh, i mean you name it all the all the perks of a corporation yeah um and you know we we sat down and honestly it was 
a real quick decision. Mm-hmm. Um, we sat down as a family, and all five of us had a a, a voice in it because it affected yeah, every single one right. of us. Right. Um, you know, even even so to the dogs, and they're like, you know what? The <laughs> dog said it might be a little rough. Rim shot. I'll see myself out. <laughs> But no, seriously, I mean, we we all sat and talked about it, and I mean, without hesitation, I, I yeah. got the four yeses, and I was, you know, uh, mm-hmm. on, on board from day one, yeah. and, uh, you know, it, it was scary, because mm-hmm. you're, you're leaving that safety net, you know, right. yeah. of all this stuff, and, you know, you're not sure how things will pan out, you know, yeah. you're just going by faith, you know, I'm not being able to see the future or anything yep. else like that, and I mean... From the grace of God, everything has been working out. It's been awesome. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and cool. one of, I, I'm glad you ended there because I was going to say the other side of that is because you got out of the boat, your life has changed. And that, and oh, that, that was kind of the last yeah. thing I said was when we take that risk of faith uh, and we're unsure what's going to happen, it changes the trajectory of our lives, yeah, of our does. families. And, and as a church, when we take those steps of faith, it changes the trajectory yeah. of our church yeah. and uh I, you know that's what you have shared with us is you know god just continues to confirm this is where i'm supposed to be this is what i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. doing and, and we're certainly thankful for that and it didn't work out that way for peter <laughs> <laughs> you know peter took the step of faith and it was cool and we don't know for how long but before yeah. he got to jesus and he starts walking by sight he begins to sink and this happens to us. Yeah. I mean, this is a real thing that sometimes we take that step of faith. We know that Jesus is saying, yeah, come, yeah, come, come join me. Yeah. Uh, and, and we get distracted and we begin to sink. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I think it's so important for us to remember the prayer that Peter prayed. Mm-hmm. Lord, save me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of One of the favorite videos that I watch from time to time. Usually before I go home in the afternoon, I may watch a video or two just yeah. to have that little time of worship. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a song called Speak the Name. I wish I'd have thought of this a month ago because we could have had you and Lana sing oh, it I love that on, song. on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's got the line in there, speak the name, the name above all other names, speak the name, the name, the wind yeah. and waves obey. And that's just such so a powerful good. image. Yeah. And, and, and when we are starting to sink yeah <laughs> speak the name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so good and I love that and just in way of closing uh, you know the interesting thing about speaking the name of Jesus is that it has the the power that comes with his name which we don't have to fully understand or uh, comprehend which we can't but it, it also changes the focus uh, of where we are. Like, I love it that when, when Peter took his eyes off Jesus and was looking at the things around him and then he calls out to Jesus, he, he didn't say, Oh no, the waves, or he didn't say, Oh no, the wind or, Oh no, let me sacrifice a calf. Right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right. Exactly. He said what he should have been focused on all along, which was Lord save me. And so I just would encourage you to do that today. If you're feeling in a place where you feel like you're beginning to sink or drown, uh, focus back in on who Jesus is, what he says is true about you and uh, and and you'll find yourself in a better spot. Yeah, the, the you know Peter looks at Jesus. He's like, "Yo, Jesus, we've been trying this boat thing. It ain't working. Can I walk this way?" <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly oh, right. Oh, another rim shot. That's Shh, right. There we go. 
Well, thank you so much, friends, for joining us for another episode. I hope that you will enjoy your rest of your week. Also, we'd love to see you here on site at St. Andrews here in South Oklahoma City. Come see us on Sunday mornings, 815, 930, or 1050. Or if you're too far away, you can catch us online, Facebook or YouTube at 815 or 1050. We'll be praying for you, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Hey friends, D.A. Bennett, St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I want you to know that we are discovering some real blessing and benefit of digital discipleship, but we also want to talk to you about subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, it's under the church's name, and you'll get some different uh, video devotions each day. So if you're looking for another venue, maybe it'll work for you. God bless you.